done it. Yeah. It's episode 99. Yeah. And therefore, well, the end of the season. It's also kind of our hundreds. Just to make this clear, we have we started on episode zero. We did. So this is the hundredth recording, and we're making awkward eye contact. Can we? Can we just say this we is are. the very first time in the history of Seesaw Parade? <laughs> it's actually in the history of all podcasts. <laughs> it's true. In the history of all podcasts, that the two of us have been in the same room yeah. at the same time, yeah. making awkward eye contact. Really awkward eye contact. Because usually, I'm just sitting looking at the ceiling. Talking into a, to my microphone and with my headphones on, and you're on Wait, Skype. Wait, you lie down to record? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm always standing up. I used to lie down. How do you look at the ceiling? Because, <laughs> you know, I'm one of those awkward people who makes conversation and just looks at the ceiling the entire time. But this is unbelievable. I mean, how many other podcasts or TV shows or anything do you know which have had 100 episodes in one season? This is season one. Season one is, this is the finale of, se- oh wait, no, it should be season zero since we started on episode zero. <laughs> this is the finale of no. our, our test run season zero. <laughs> I take umbrage uh, with that. If, nope. if we get enough positive feedback, we'll go to a real season. We'll start season one. Seesaw <laughs> Parade will go full professional. This is the pilot season. <laughs> pilot season is complete. Right. Well, I'll say uh, the pilot season, which lasted two and a half years. <laughs> it's going to take two and a half to record a hundred. <laughs> well, it works out. Like, I sat down and worked out. So it's about 134 weeks. And we've done a hundred episodes. So that's, that's like, bad, that's yeah. not terrible. It's taking fewer holidays than the MPs. That's very true. Maybe it's not. But also, James, I thought, you know, since it's the 100th <gasps> anniversary, Ooh. don't get too excited. Oh. I have oh, man. a bottle, a giant bottle of Innocent Gun. Yep. Because I thought, we're not going to get Nigel Farage, but we can get beer. Yeah, you completely failed that one promise. That Again, I, I don't know, we've probably made several hundred promises in the Seesaw Parade and have done none of them. I am pouring beer, if you can He hear. is pouring a beer. How much would you... Oh, I poured you that have- terribly... <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. For those who cannot There's see There's a lot of head. A lot of head. <laughs> There's so much head right so now. So much head. There's I mean, nothing wrong with a big head. Or any. Nothing <laughs> <laughs> wrong with, a, with any head. Any head. Right. How about that? That's yeah. slightly better, right? Yep. And Happy with that? Also, to commemorate our 100th recording... Oh, what? I, I brought whiskey. <laughs> you brought, okay, wait, wait, wait. First of all, I have poured, spilled this beer on myself. Would you like... Oh, the um, paper you tails have, are out of reach. Oh, it's fine. There's your beer. Thank you. You're very welcome. Um, I give you the one without the head. There's, there's your whiskey. And also shout out to Stuart because he provided us with the day old pizza. Oh man, which was very kind of him. Thank very you, generous. thank you, Stuart. Um, he's so not here right now. He's not here. He's here in spirit. Um, he hasn't died. He's just here in spirit. <laughs> no, he's here. He's dead. Uh, thank you for the whiskey. What, what, what whiskey is it? Uh, some random Japanese whiskey. Okay. I'm reading it. It says Nika whiskey or Nika. I'm, I'm assuming that it would be pronounced Nika whiskey. When did you go to Japan to buy whiskey? I didn't. I didn't go to Japan. I got gifted gifted whiskey from Japan. Right. Shall we? Shall we clink? We should clink. I think we should clink everything. Clink double glasses. Oh, this is gonna. We're, this is holding over beer laptops to beer. here. Hold on. Hold beer on. to beer. Beer to beer. Okay. Whiskey Three, two, one. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. Episode hunter. And then we do what? Uh, drink them both at the same time. Same time. Okay. Here we go. I don't think that's gonna work. Wait. No. <laughs> oh, that's disgusting as well. No, this is I succeeded, isn't it? That is disgusting. That was not to be done the same. Right, okay. I'm going to go for the the beer first. Meets. Um, no, I'm going for whiskey first. I'm, I'm going to shake, shake this up. This is seesaw parade for anybody who hasn't uh, <laughs> given listened. up already. Oh yeah, given up, um, left, abandoned already. Uh, if you're still here after 100 episodes, I salute you. 
And uh, in no particular order off the top of my head, I'm going to list a few of you. Ross, thank oh, you so much. That's nice. Let's see, Izzy. That, no, that's it, Ross. Oh, no, just Ross. Chris. Ross oh, is the only Chris Morrison, Chris Ward. All the Chris's. All the Chris's. I don't know which one is the hated Chris. Even to new listeners. For example, last week, no. somebody no. who was on work experience at Clyde. <laughs> Great guy. Uh-huh. Uh, very talented. He's totally going to take my job. Okay. Um, uh, he said, oh, by the way, not that I stalk you or anything, but Seas Operate is great. <laughs> and I was like, Oliver, thank you so much. Yeah. Go and get me tea. Aww. Um <laughs> Good luck stealing Colin's job, Oliver. Actually, he got, he got everybody donuts in the office. Oh, it was man. very, very nice. A lovely guy. Great, great guy. And solid facial hair as well. Oh. Despite... Full beard. Oh, like, like sideburns. I mean, it was all like coming through. You know, it's still work experience. He's not like a 40-year-old man. I was going to be very impressed with a work experience like, beard. Give him give him a couple of years, he will be like Brian Blessed. Ooh. Yeah. Anyway, Ooh. welcome to She Saw Parade. She, she, saw, she, she saw, there we go. She saw, she sells. She saw the parade and uh, it was good. <laughs> we have beer and whiskey and James is here. Hi, James. Hey, Colin. And as you can probably tell, the alcohol's already taken effect. As After literally one sip. One sip. It's the is we're drunk on each other, Colin. I would say, oh, well, that's it. Yeah. Um, I I did start a list of shout outs for people, but I oh yeah, we stopped. I've kind of forgotten. I think we said Ross, Izzy, um, Miriam, and Ross, Justin, uh, Ross, Henry, oh uh, man, what, what? Neil White, okay, Neil, yeah, uh, Andrew Crawford, Alan, okay. yeah, cool, yeah. Uh, does your brother count? John. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> okay, he doesn't count. Uh, my flatmate John, who is an, an avid listener, I think he listened to half an episode. Oh, nice. Decided it wasn't for him. <gasps> oh, I got, and, and mum. And mum. And Colin. There mom. we go. That's, that's quite a list. My, my mum's never listened to the show. My, my mum asks me about it all the time. She did. It's the only thing I do that she's proud of. Really? I don't know why she's Aww. proud of this. <laughs> she's, she is. she's in Costa Rica just now, right? She is. So, uh, hello, mum. Um, you'll be back from Costa Rica by the time you listen to this. Oh, this is a cracking beer, by the way. It is. It is a gun. It's a good shape. Mm. Anyway, yes, so thank you one and all. If I missed you, I'm very sorry, but you know who you are. Um, in fact, even that guy Juan Gonzalez in uh, the America, remember he, he's tweeted us before. No, yeah, all the Twitter people that have tweeted yeah, in the, the past. Yeah, the Twitter people, yeah, you guys are all great. Thank you very that much. That guy that like mowed his lawn and said that he did that, that was cool. Yeah, he mowed his... Some, I think it's the same guy whose daughter said that we sounded autistic. <laughs> oh, so he did. <laughs> Oh, we have great listeners here. Cease Operator, if you are here for the first time, welcome to the show. Uh, this is very much the season finale, so it's a bit more of a... As I say, it's the first time we've actually been in two and a half years yeah. in the same room. Well, well and recording the and podcast. And recording the podcast. Yeah, we, yeah, have, we do meet occasionally. We're not estranged cousins. <laughs> um, yeah, just strange There we cousins. go, I knew that was going to go. Yeah, uh, just the great banter that you come to expect from Peace all the guys that were left have gone. Okay, anyway, welcome to the show. This is episode 99, and we're going to start with um, some chat on Brexit, because we had to start with something semi-serious. And frankly, it's the middle of July, and nothing is really happening. No, nothing um, happens in July. That's just the way it is. There is a lot of movies, a lot of trailers, all this stuff. We're going to get to that, don't you worry. Oh, oh don't worry. Dear listener. Uh, don't you worry, but I had to start somewhere semi-serious. James, um, not a lot's happening because the politicians have been on holiday, MPs are away, uh, uh, Theresa May is in Italy wearing a 26 euro next dress. I don't even She is. That. I didn't see that news. I don't follow I don't follow the fashion news. Her the... knees were on display. There was very much a question of, should her knees have been out? Oh man, no, she needs to get her knees out more. <laughs> knees out for the lads. Knees out, knees out for all the fans. Oh, absolutely. Um, so in terms of Brexit, we've got senior cabinet ministers who are already back at work. Boris Johnson, he's in Australia talking Brexit. Uh, talking Brexit? 
and uh, you've got Liam Fox uh, meeting Mexicans. I'm not going to do a Mexican impression. No, you've, you've committed now. Si, senor. Si, senor Fox. There we go. We give you money. What's the What's the Spanish for Fox? And uh, uh, my mum would know that. Siesta. Siesta. Yes, the Spanish for Fox is nap. Um, okay, and Actually, not even Brexit Secretary David Davis is holding private talks in Germany with just just Joe, just himself. Schnell. He's just he's just sat in a Achtung. room. Nice. Okay, you've played you've played Call of Duty. I have, oh, indeed, you yes. know. Uh, so there we go. That's the ahead of the next round of negotiations. I'm not entirely sure what happened in the first round of negotiations. I don't know if it, like, somebody got eliminated or you know there was like a <laughs> no, quick yeah, fire the UK round. Got voted out. Yeah. Um, so. James, that you know, I was going to the autumn and uh, the MPs. In fact, I think the MPs are back uh, this week, or maybe it's next week. What, what, where are, where's Britain at this point in terms of the Brexit roller coaster? Oh man, it's super exciting roller coaster, hasn't it? Just been, uh, I don't know. Like everyone's just saying the same thing as they have been for, I don't know, ages now. There's no, there hasn't been a single bit of news since we since we voted to Brexit. There's not really been any news. That's actually really that's accurate. There isn't. What's happened since then? Nothing. 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 They've just been talking about having talks. Yeah. And then they go, hey, but we can't tell you what they were. Oh, it's secret talks. <laughs> right. Okay. So my question then would be, with more and more people and more and more articles that I see, I might just be because I read a lot of leftist media saying, oh, Brexit's terrible. We're going to have to no, do this and do this. No. Is there any chance the government say, actually, you know what, lads? Let's not do it. No, we're done. We're, we're doing it. I mean, we, we, I don't, I think there's, there's, they're trying to portray this idea that we'll leave and then not give the EU any of the like the money that we need to pay them. But no, we're leaving. Like it's the same people are in charge that wanted to leave, aside from Theresa May, but she's got no power. So, do you think we're leaving? I mean, do you think uh, they've agreed anything yet? I mean, the first they had one one and round, a whole of round of negotiations. Yeah, uh, and so far we've said, oh, you can the EU nationals can stay here if they've been here long enough and they're good enough people. And then I don't know about if the EU have said anything about our, our, our guys over there. I think it's similar. I think they're holding back on that. Basically, everyone's holding back every single card they have to play until the last day. No and one. also because no deals can actually be done until Britain actually leaves the EU in what's meant to be March 2019. But if the negotiations <laughs> are still happening, does that mean we just like stay and we have to wait after class and you know until we've actually finished all our work and then you can leave? Well, yeah, it seems like we'll just leave in like 10 years, maybe, if we're, if we're lucky, because there seems to be no progress. I mean, maybe there is. Maybe behind closed doors, they've actually come to agreements over things, but it seems to be the case that the EU just has gone, here's the amount of money you would need to pay to leave, and we've gone, cool, we might do that. And then we've kind of swapped back and forth subtle threats that aren't really landing. Okay, well, I think, is that enough talk about Brexit? There's, I really am tired of Brexit. I think both sides, both, I think as they tired say, the Ramoners, as they say, I, I'm fed up of them saying that Brexit's horrible and everything's gone wrong and rah, 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 because it's not as bad as people make it out to be. It's bad. We're going to be more poor than we should have been True. Uh, as a country. That's just the way it is. But it's not as bad as it's made out to be. And then the people that are on the Remainer side, they're saying that Britain's now a glorious state and everything's ripe and wonderful. They're also entirely incorrect. Um, so I'm just I'm kind of tired of everyone being in general wrong and overstating everything. Okay, good. That's enough talk about serious things. Let's move yes. on to the good stuff. 
So um, San Diego Comic Con, one of the biggest uh, Comic Cons of its kind, certainly in the world, or well, the States, one of the biggest in the world, Have actually. Have you ever been to Glasgow Con? Oh, I, I, oh. No. Oh. I saw some people dress up as Superman once. I saw, I saw Link. I saw Link in the streets. Wow. That was it. That's the only one I saw. Right. Well, San Diego Comic Con happened. Uh, there have been a host of trailers released. Um, James, I would presume on that list you've seen almost all slash most of them. I did not watch the trailer for Westworld because I have not seen Westworld. Okay. That is the only one on the list that I didn't right. see. Right. Well, let's start with the big names. Uh, Thor Ragnarok. Now, this one, yes. I think both of us are very excited for. Mm-hmm. Um, not just because the first two films were pretty disappointing. and in, in terms of Marvel's list of films, definitely near the bottom. Very near the bottom. If not the, the bottom. bottom. Despite the fact that Thor is a good character and Loki is without doubt the best villain that Marvel have, they've yeah. still managed to mess up the actual Thor films. However... This new trailer came out. What do you think of it? I loved it. I loved that it looked like a film that wasn't just a Marvel film. Like most of the trailers that we get from the Marvel stuff, it's just kind of like, oh, here's a bit of action. Oh, here's a cool soundtrack. It, was, it felt different. Here's and a it great different. quip from a character. Oh, here's a guy saying something funny. Oh, here's the funny retort. We ruined that one for you. Uh, I don't know. Maybe they've, maybe they've spoiled all the highlights. I, I don't really care, though, because it, it looks like a fun film to watch. Like it looks like they've grabbed the characters and gone, hold on. They are quite ridiculous. The only times ridiculous things really worked was the 80s. Let's make it a wee bit 80s. Yeah. I, I think what I liked about it, and it's, we touched on it before, it's Taika Waititi, so uh, Kiwi director who's done a host of very, very good films, very entertaining, very funny films. Uh, so he was a bit of a left-field choice for Marvel, to be honest. He was. They actually have Hulk, in his full Hulk mode, talking. Yes. Which has not been done before in any Marvel film. Which um, is super exciting, because like Hulk can talk, and that's cool. That is cool. Uh, you've got Kate Blanchett as uh, as Hela. We discussed this before. I think she has certainly has the potential to be one of the one of the best. We'll discuss Michael Keaton's uh, Vulture and Spider Man. Oh yeah, uh, shortly. Uh, but also, yeah, you're right. The aesthetic of the film looks looks promising. The only thing I would say Ooh. is I wouldn't want it to be okay. These characters are ridiculous. Let's just go full on weird. Yeah, which I don't think they have gone full on weird. Um... The character design is pretty cool. They've, they've. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of raging that they've made Thor just look a bit more generic superhero with his little weird, little like stylish haircut and yeah, stuff like that. But he went to Gladiator's Arena. That's what they do there. Uh, most of the character designs are unique enough to be cool and cool enough to like carry. Aside from, I believe Carl Urban, who I think looks ridiculous. Really? Uh, yeah, I think he looks really stupid. Oh, why? Well, I love the guy. I, like I him want too. him to look good, and he didn't. I just thought hey, he looks really boring, and he's got a weird haircut. Oh, he's bald and he's got like tattoos on his head, right? I'm not sure if it was tattoos or if it was like really weird hair. <laughs> this is the problem. Okay, well, that... And he looked kind of generic. I don't know what he's doing. And he wasn't on the poster and I like him too much for him to not be on the poster. I completely agree. Did Carl you see Urban? the poster? I didn't know. I didn't it's really poster. good. I think there's there's a, there's a lovely trend of like colorful posters coming out recently mm-hmm. and I love that. Yeah, Carl Urban is definitely a, a Cecil Parade favorite. To most people, I would wager you... Is it insulting to the listener to say they wouldn't know who he is? Nah, he was in films. He was Eomer in Lord of the Rings. He was in Star, Star Trek. He's, he's Bones in yeah. Star Trek, and he is... Dread. Judge Dread, which is why I think we like him so much. Yeah. Anyway, he he's is... He's a really uh, cool guy. Yeah, he'll be good. And that comes out October, November time. Let's move on, other side of the uh, superhero world, to DC and Justice League. Now, this uh, is a yeah. film which seemingly has been in production forever. Now, yes. I read a story today of Henry Cavill, who, of course, is uh, Superman, and, of course, is dead. You know, everybody. Definitely dead. Not not coming back at all. Not coming no, back at dead all. Dead for good. Who uh, shot all his stuff in Justice League. 
went on to the shoot for Mission Impossible, the new Mission Impossible film, where he grew quite a sizable moustache. Yeah, it's a a really impressive moustache. And then Justice League had reshoots. Yeah, which he kept his moustache for. Paramount Paramount (laughs) told him he couldn't shave it off. Yeah, it was a contractually agreed moustache. So... (laughs) Obviously, they're just going to have to like edit it out in, in yeah, post-production. They're going to CG his moustache They're going to CG Superman's moustache. That's amazing. But also... How does this technology exist? Like, the, it does seem like the kind of film which has been in production forever. Yeah. Like, you obviously had Zack Snyder going through a very personal tragedy. Yeah. He had to step aside. Josh Whedon coming in. However, this has been going on for years. Yeah. Years now. Yeah. Hopefully, the years of production means good film. What do you think of the trailer? The trailer, it was, it was all right. It looked like they've gone less for the oh we're super dark and gritty and everything just looks cool and here's a big CG fight but then there was also a oh we're super dark and gritty it, everything looks cool and here's a big CG fight uh, it's a bit it's a it's a bit mixed I don't really know uh, it was for me it was more of the same it was more DC just classic yeah a bit dark and gritty but they had a couple like quips in there which yeah. Man of Steel Batman versus Superman definitely didn't have I mean and the characters are unique Aquaman's got a bit of swagger and like because he's he's not just chilling about being being dark and gloomy and then the flash is being a bit of a nerd so he's not chilling about being dark and gloomy i'm okay with that if all the characters were just chilling about being dark and gloomy it would just be classic dc at this the, point. the last thing i'd say about this and we have touched on this before is that because these films do go dark and gritty and obviously have to finish with a giant boss fight oh yeah no, like one yeah. uh, did you see wonder woman I didn't see it yet. Here, third act falls in its face. Well, see, away, this, we discussed it before. Yet, yeah, it's a great film. I really enjoyed Wonder Woman up until the very final act. I thought it had finished. I was like, "This is great. I really like this." And then suddenly, CGI boss fight. It's CGI not boss fight. a spoiler to say Wonder Woman has that. And no, Justice it was League, in the trailers, basically. Justice League already in the trailers has shown that it's going to have that. Yeah, it's got random generic bad guy to come in and try and destroy the world. Uh, yeah, I'm not so hype in the bad guy but who knows maybe it's gonna be a decent world building film but like, also but, like the avengers films weren't that great um and then of themselves I but thought they were, they were good world world building films well i thought the first the first avengers is a good is a really good film second one not so much uh regardless let's let's move on that's not out for uh, another wee while yet um, yeah we can talk about it more really, although one thing i really like to say about dc is i think they get the music right more than marvel does you can you can come back to me on yeah that one. fair enough uh, once we get to spider-man we'll discuss so, next one, Ready Player One. Now, this one, I would wager most people, uh, I've said that already, wagering. Uh, I'll wager that not many people have heard of this. You can think of a different word. You're the editor. You can <laughs> just cut, cut wagering. I'll bet. Nice. A synonym of wager. <laughs> I'll propose <laughs> uh, that most listeners will not have heard of Ready Player One. This is Steven Spielberg's... Interesting, interesting uh, assumption. There, yeah, probably. no, I, that's what I would assume. I, assume. I would assume unless they regularly check Den of Geek. Um, mm. then they would not know that Ready Player One is Steven Spielberg's next thing, um, which is, that was terrible. But it's uh, staying in, we're committed. Yeah, yeah, we're committed now. And the, the, I think it's got TJ Sheridan, who is playing the main role, yeah. and you've got Ben Mendelsohn, who I think is the villain. Ben Mendelsohn is, uh, is tremendous. He's the guy you've seen him in everything. He was the bad guy in Rogue One. Um, and that looked, to me, I'm not going to ask you, I'm just going to tell you, uh, like a mix of Tron and yep. the new Ghost in the Shell. That's the kind of vibe I got from it, which was Okay, I'd go weird. for Tron and Spy Kids 3. <laughs> no, that's not a really favorable, favorable comparison, though. Yeah, but it's just kind of what... Because the, the original book, which is a classic, by the way, which is why I'd assume... And not like a classic in the classic sense, but right. a classic is in its 
fairly popular. I'm on the whiskey now, by the way. Yes, yes, you are. It's why the book's popularity is why I'd assume more people would know this film. And the book confined the film to be what it is. Like it's just gonna be Tron but with more things. Right. Computer world. All the characters that Warner Brothers owns are gonna be in it. Uh like every single IP that they own, they're gonna make use of. Because the opening well, shot had like, the Iron like Giant in it. Every did you not watch the trailer? I saw the trailer. Every single every I single frame that- is like uh, that's a character, no. Yep, that's a character, no. Here's a reference. There's a reference. I thought it was Iron Giant, but I thought, no, they've clearly just taken a design no, similar it's to it. it's the Iron Giant, because they own the IP, so they've used the Iron Giant. And that's great, because the Iron Giant is the best character in film history. It's the only poster I've got in my room, is the Iron Giant. The Iron Giant is the best character in movie history. Vin Diesel's best performance. <laughs> Bad Bear's best film. Oh, wow. Okay, okay. Well, Ready Player One, yeah, as I say, Spielberg's next one. It will get a ton of hype uh, yeah. as it comes out. It looked, it looks, at least, at worst, it looks fun to watch, right? And if if you, if you're any, in any level, a kind of a wee bit of a nerd or a geek, or if you enjoy pop culture, you're going to have fun just spotting all the characters you like. Apparently, there's a, get a dancing Gandalf, so you can't go wrong if you've got Gandalf wow. dancing. That sounds great. Yeah. Okay, well, let's just uh, stick with the movies one more. Um, San Diego Comic-Con has a reputation for being shown kind of sneak peeks and previews that don't make it onto the internet. However, Marvel decided to screen uh, kind of a, a, I don't know, a short roll of Infinity War, which, of course, is the big film that every single film has been building towards, um, this one and part two. They showed a sizzle reel. And it, it obviously made its way onto the internet via a terrible mobile phone thing. Mm-hmm. I've seen it. You have not seen it. What's I have your, not, and I don't really want to. What's your view on leaking that kind of stuff? Uh, I think whoever actually did leak it is the ultimate scumbag. I think, Why? I think if a whole studio and a whole uh, audience expect you to not do a thing and you do a thing, you're a pretty, you're a pretty horrible person. It's you've, also, got, you've got no morals. You might as well just be dead. It's also, well, James tells it like it is. It's also because at the start of these things, they say, this is just for you guys. This is just for a whole yeah. age. I mean, if I went there, sure, I'd feel it's just for me. But I, I, I also feel like everyone that paid tickets to go and see that, and like they should be privileged. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess maybe the privilege is seeing it uh, in HD, because if you say it's phone footage, eh. But no, I, I don't. I don't really want to see it if I wasn't meant to. And it ha- not seeing it won't make me any more or less hyped. And seeing it won't make me any more or less hyped. Would you want me to spoil any parts of it? Uh, you can feel free. I'm pretty sure I know exactly what ha- what's going to happen. There was the one film. scene in particular, and this is as we've touched on it before. The big CG fight. Infinity War is essentially going to be a big CG fight. It's like every current famous actor fighting one guy. They've essentially yeah. It's every Marvel film up to this point, literally been. Th- Chucked into one film. So Ant-Man will probably have like two lines tops. Yeah, I have no idea how they're going to make all the I characters significant. I don't know. That's the thing. They're not because they've got so many characters. I mean, there was talk of having something like 64 I think we characters. went, we had, a, we saw the list a while back and it is just way too long. And it means that they're going to have people who just don't get anything. Yeah. Like, what is the likes of Karen Gillan's Nebula, who I love, not just because oh, she's well Scottish. now. She's going to have to be a pretty significant one well she's thanos's daughter thanos yeah. being the big, so, ba- big bad guy yeah he's the big bad guy she's the one that wants to kill him surely she's going to be one of the few characters that gets leveled up right well we'll wait and see but anyway it's, it's going to be essentially the vast majority if not a significant chunk of the marvel superheroes are going to die that's just the way it's going to be it's 
been building up for, for what, the best part of 15 years yeah, now? Yeah, they've got to kill off everyone whose contract's running out. <laughs> Which is basically everybody. Yeah. Apart from uh, Tom Holland. But we'll get to, again, we'll get to that. I think it's the third time I've... I've uh, oh, we're going to talk about Tom Holland. ...previewed Spider-Man. Uh, Tom Holland and his uh, his abs, but we'll get to oh, that. Man, them abs. Oh, them, uh, them apparently fifteen year old abs. I, I we'll come back to that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we will. Right, very briefly because time is marching on. Um, yeah, briefly, it's the hundredth episode. It's the hundredth episode. Yeah, we've been whisk. recording this for two and a half years. More whiskey. Brevity. Slancha. Brevity is not needed. Slanch. Right. Okay. Uh, TV stuff. Stranger Things season ah, two. Yes. Trailer was shown for that at San Diego Comic-Con. It was then uh, released online. It has Michael Jackson's Thriller as kind of the soundtrack. The best use of the Thriller oh. monologue in any, any trailer. Ever. Excellent. Really, yeah, really good stuff. I really liked it. I loved it. Anything else to add? I, my flatmate loved it. You, you, you and who is a Ghostbusters fan is more than more than happy that this is a super heavy Ghostbusters trailer. Okay, okay, good no, stuff. No, it looks great. And the kid actors look like they're doing a great job. Uh, it's interesting to see the new people that are bringing into the show. I mm-hmm. saw I saw a bit of uh, Samwise Gamgee running down a hallway, I Indeed. believe. Yeah, so I'm wondering what he's, what he's running away from. It looks, and it, it looks like they're going to go for a different... Like last, the last time, I don't really know, it was like, there's a kid lost in the woods, it's scary. Uh, this looks like it's going to be much bigger, which is which is exciting. I was wondering if they're going to escalate it or not, or if it's going to be another little mystery thing. Let's go find the other kid that's lost in the woods. Two points, I'd say, and we touched on this after I watched the initial season of Stranger Things, which I love, by the way. I'd recommend to anybody who hasn't seen it. I hated the fact oh? that at the end of the season one, they still had the threads of of the poor boy, you know, he was still... Oh, yeah, no, it creeps you out that he was still attached. It wasn't the happy ending. Yeah. It was not, that's one thing I would say. It was not happy ending. I hated that. I was like, but no, just leave him alone. Just leave him alone, ghost things. Yeah, he ain't alone. Like, so I really hope he gets a resolution. Like, that's... And this is the thing. That show really hooked me in because you felt so strongly about the character and you thought, right, I want this wee guy to be all right. Anyway. Yeah, if you somehow haven't seen this show, just uh, watch it. Oh, watch, watch it. it binge absolutely. it all in one hour. I, I am probably going to watch the whole thing in one in one sitting. And uh, whilst we're talking about San Diego Comic Con, uh, first trailer for season two of Westworld uh, came out, which you did not see. I haven't seen season one, so I don't want to see season two trailers I would, yet. I would urge you to watch season one. I loved Westworld. It's not been universally praised by everybody I've spoken to. All right. Some people who watched it didn't enjoy it. There was a few members of my family who we started oh, watching yeah, it. People don't like Breaking Bad sometimes. That's so, very yeah. true. And they are wrong. They are very wrong. I think everyone's entitled to their own opinion. So they're still wrong. I mean, yeah. That's, yeah. It's okay to be wrong. Westworld <laughs> season one, I thought, was some really, really excellent uh, writing. Uh, the, the entire... Oh, the, yeah, the way it's shot, the aesthetic, the, the characters. Really, really good stuff. Thought-provoking stuff. I enjoyed season two of uh, the trailer, but... Uh, if you watch the season one, you probably have an idea of where season two is already going. Yeah. Which... So the trailer wouldn't really make you in- enticed by new things. It's just no. It's like a confirming what you know already. Yeah, it's, it's what I expected season two to be. Yeah. Because there's some, some trailers do that. Some trailers like reaffirm a thing that you already know. So for example, we all know that Sp- that Sup- Spider-Man, Superman, is super dead and never coming back. Oh, he's so dead. So dead. But if they actually put him in the trailer, we'd all be like, oh, yeah, that's not exciting at all. He's in there. But, for example, Kingsman, this is the trailer for Kingsman and Golden Circle comes out, and they've got a character in there. We get hyped when we're like, what? How? Well, uh, just briefly before we move on, I saw the Kingsman trailer where in the original Kingsman film, which is, again, excellent. And again, spoilers. Until that, until that weird scene at the end where he just like has a naked woman's 
Arson from uh, a Swedish princess, right? Yeah, it's very, yeah. very strange. Took us such they a go and grab a wee bit of a wee bit of anal, a, a wee bit of celebratory anal. A very weird, like a jarring tonal shift. But I mean, I think if the film was kind of all tonal shifts that oh. were semi-jarring. Regardless, I thought it was a weird and a weird end, but still good film. <laughs> it, yeah, weird end and good film. The trailer for the new one, Golden Circle, has a very big spoiler in the fact that a character who's meant to be dead in the first film yeah. has suddenly been brought back to life. Yeah, which. I did not like. Some people see it as a spoiler, and that's horrible because all spoilers are always bad. However, I think that when you bring back something unexpected and you put it in the trailer, it's a huge gamble. You might just disappoint everyone, but I think sometimes it makes people wonder how are they going to make that work. True, but I think it would have been better if they kept it for the film. But we'll we'll discuss Kingsman when it eventually comes out. Let's move on um, just to some stuff which is out just now. So Dunkirk. The film that everybody's talking about, the film in which I've never seen a poster with more five stars in it in my life. Wow, I haven't seen this this Fable Five Star poster. <laughs> the, the Fable Five Star Fable poster. Five, it's the next Fantastic Four film. It's just the Fable Five. <laughs> the Fable Five. Um, there is a poster going around. Yeah, it's on a few uh, bus shelters I've seen in which it is literally just covered in five-star reviews and everything you've seen online has been this is one of the best films of the decade yep. this is a yep. guaranteed best picture winner this cool. is everything yeah harry styles we love him harry, he's handsome and delightful apparently he does very well you haven't seen it then well see this is the thing neither of us have seen it no i haven't seen it however it's yeah it's been we, we have to acknowledge that it has been released but we could probably save talking about it properly for the future we'll save it for season two but speculation i reckon only 50 percent of the dialogue is audible why because it's a christopher nolan film and every single one of his films that I've watched since, like, The Prestige, I've not been able to understand half the dialogue. Inception uh, is fine. Inception's, like, my favourite film it, ever. Was I've Inception post-Prestige? Post yeah. Okay. I've seen that so many times because I love that film. I think it's mostly good, but the likes of the, the latter Batman films, uh, Interstellar, they all That's had... Because you had Bane doing his voice. But even the guys that didn't have a mask on, like, the music just goes... No. Oh, pardon? That one. pardon whispering character in this dramatic scene? We talked about this, I think. It was when Inter Interstellar came Interstellar out. was a disaster for dialogue. Well, yeah, for dialogue. I thought, as in terms of a, a, an ambitious film, it pulled that off. It wasn't great. However, you're right. There was just like an organ. I seem to remember there was an organ. Yeah, no, it's uh, Hans Zimmer. Hans organ. Zimmer, who basically just sat on his organ. That's all. Yeah. That's what he did. But Christopher Nolan clearly wants his films to sound like this. Uh, and by sitting on his organ, I don't mean that in like a euphemistic. If he sat on his organ, he would make an entirely different sound. Yeah. To if he actually was playing yeah. an organ, it would not be. <laughs> it would be several pitches higher. And uh, <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Regardless. Yeah. You're right. Interstellar was very much dominated by that soundtrack. And I say the same for the Batman's, and I'm betting the same for this. And I don't think it's by accident that like Christopher Nolan clearly chooses his films to have music instead of dialogue make you nervous, or music instead of dialogue make you I don't super fearful. Eh, and I, I don't I don't agree with the guy. I think it's a mistake, and he needs to tone it down. But eh. like he's the director, so and the producer, so he knows he's gonna see the final edit. He's gonna see all this stuff. So yeah. he says, "Oh, that music's too loud. Turn it down." But he's yeah, but you're he right. knows the lines, so he can still hear them. <laughs> uh, you're right, but see, this is the if thing. You, don't, you need to get the audience in uh, that doesn't know the lines, and when they say, "Oh, we can't hear the dialogue," you need to listen to them <laughs> and go, "Oh." Okay, we'll tone the tone down all the other noise. What's the point in having dialogue if you're just going to put an organ yeah. over the top? Anyway, yeah. we're going to see that probably in the next week. So when episode, or rather when season two, when season when season one, season two, when season one begins, fine begins. Uh, we're going to talk uh, Dunkirk, but let's move on to other things in the cinema just before we talk about what you've watched. Uh, this summer's been a weird one for big films in that usually 
you know, it's kind of the law of diminishing returns. However, films have kind of proved uh, the exception to the rule in that regardless of how bad a film is, it will still make an absolute killing. However, up until this year, this has changed now. Uh, Alien Covenant brought in something like 250 million worldwide, which was way below. What was, I think, it below was it below budget, though? Uh, it was, I think, marginally above. However, that wasn't taking into, into account the marketing costs. Marketing costs, huge, yeah. Then you got War for the Planet of the Apes. However, War for the Planet of the Apes was really well rev- reviewed. I went to see it. I thought it was fantastic. Andy Serkis gave that man a Best Actor uh, Oscar, and it's really floundering. Despite the fact it's had good word of mouth, good reviews, yeah. nobody's going to see it. Trailers have been making people talk. Nobody's watching no it. No one's watching it. Why? Maybe it's because it's such a hot summer and no one's wanting to be inside even at night time. Well, the way they described it in the past, certainly with the Pirates film that came out in May, oh, yeah. was franchise fatigue. Possibly. That people just don't care. I mean, all the big films are basically sequels or reboots. True. So maybe, maybe this is the year where people have given up on watching those. They're going to wait till they come out on... For example, Netflix. You're right. Or okay. Amazon. Or another streaming service. All are available. We're not sponsored by any. Please sponsor us. Please sponsor us. Also, this episode is not brought to you by Innocent Gun or by Nico Whiskey. I'm sorry. I wish it was. I deceived you all. Innocent Gun, you're my absolute favourite. Daniel Craig is back for James oh, Bond. Man, another sequel. This one, uh, you're right. This one is set to come out in 2019. Yep. Apparently, the deal is done to bring Mr. Craig back for his fourth outing, fifth one? There was a good one, the bad one, the good one, Skyfall the bad Spectre. one, and this will be the good one. You're again. right. It's going to be his fifth one. So this is going to be his fifth and probably last. I can say almost definitely last. to be last. last. Um, they're going to is... kill him off. Or next time, we're going to have Jane Bond. They won't get no, Jane, won't what is her. the girl for James? Because Jane's the girl for John. What's the girl for James? Martha. Martha Bond. Martha Bond. <laughs> that sounds like a, a broker. Starring Miranda Hart. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Don't show no, me. don't do an impression. <laughs> okay, right. Daniel Craig's back. James Bond, hooray. Uh, is, is this news? Where, will, are, is anyone surprised? I don't care. Because Spectre no, I don't, I don't care. was, it was just such, so overhyped and so bad. Spectre was such a disappointment for me. I mean, he blew up a base or a pistol or something ridiculous. I hate that film. Upon reflection, I hate that film. I hate that film, not just be- for that, but because it was just very underwhelming. And, you know, at the end, he didn't even shoot the bad guy. He just walked away with his girlfriend. Well, I'm okay with things like that happening. No, I'm not. Character, character acts and such, it's all right. No. I don't remember three things about that film that I like. I, I couldn't tell you three things about that film that I liked. No, uh, there was there was a good car chase scene. I've forgotten it. Um, uh, the one th- uh, That was basically the only good thing. There was a big explosion at one point. Was that the one where he shot the base and it exploded it all with a one single bullet? B- biggest explosion, I think, in uh, film history? Yep, with a single bullet. Yeah, you're right. Who builds a base that vulnerable? And also, this is apparently like the world's biggest genius evil guy with the world's biggest genius evil organization, <laughs> and you blow up their whole base with a bullet. And also Christoph Waltz, despite the trailers looking brilliant, was actually not very good. He wasn't very good, but I did like his scar at the end. That's one of the things I did like. He, uh, he had a pretty cool a pretty cool wound on his face. Nice. Okay, well, anyway, that'll happen in 2019. I'm sure we'll still be here. Yeah, we'll have recorded episode uh, two of season season one by then. Let's maybe. move on to Doctor Who. Now, you did touch on James Bond Jane, being Jane, Jane Bond. Bond. It so was a little uh, call forward, as they say. Doctor Who is now Doctor Who. Indeed. Yeah. Yes. So Played by an actor. Say goodbye to Peter Capaldi. Uh, goodbye, Peter. He has done... I think, yeah, he's been good. I think I've enjoyed you, his stuff. Have you watched them all? I haven't seen all of the, the newest season, um, but I've enjoyed his stuff. I don't think he is... I think he's been a very good doctor. He's not the best of all time. David Tennant. Uh, yeah, you're right. Chris Eccleston, also better. In fact, Chris Eccleston better than David Tennant. 
No, 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 no. I would, yeah, no, totally. no, no. I would, I would love it if if Eccleston was was a doctor forever. Anyway, Peter Capaldi. <laughs> okay, away, away he goes. Peter Capaldi, third yeah. best doctor we've had recently. Jodie Whittaker uh, filling in for for. Oh, and you make it sound like she's not the full time. Oh no, no, she's filling in permanently. Yeah, like, yeah, it's a permanent filling in. Yeah, yeah, it's like a permanent filling in. He's off on maternity leave, and uh, here comes Jodie Whittaker to save the day from uh, Broadchurch. Yeah. And with uh, with David Tennant. Oh, with David Tennant, exactly. Yeah, yeah. it's full circle. How do you feel about Jodie Whittaker being Doctor? I'm cool with it. Saw it coming. Everyone has known for about a billion years that they're going to make the next Doctor a female Doctor, and by a billion, I mean since maybe uh, halfway through last season, eighteen months at least. I mean, they, this is the third in a row Time Lord regeneration that has gone male to female, because we had that random. That random time time lord that was the commander of some army True. at the end of a season, and then we knew, learned that the master became the missy mistress, and now we've got the doctor becoming doc- doctor. Right. Uh, so third in a row is not it's like if you want to break the pattern and be cool, you do it on the third one. What they've done is they've just given us a pattern, or make him a dwarf. They should have just made it something unexpected, or what? a donkey, or a dog. Yeah, dog who the mayor, dog the mayor, <laughs> the mayor dog who. <laughs> nice callback to episode ninety eight there, James. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Okay, let's move on. Game of Thrones. Uh, season... Wait, I, I haven't asked you, Colin. What do you think about having a, a a female playing the Doctor? I think you're right. It was telegraphed from a mile away, yeah, and it's going to be fine. I think watching the fans who were obviously very sexist explode on and Twitter. Maybe some previous Doctors who were saying things that just weren't true at all. It was all very funny. Yeah, um, genuinely, I don't understand everyone exploding a wee bit. The people who were saying. What role models are boys meant to have now? Like are you kidding me? I've okay. never been inspired by a female, actually. Also, myself, as a man. I've never been inspired by a female. Also, when has Doctor Who ever inspired you? <laughs> Every episode. I've gone, oh, look at this terrible writing, but I still want to watch the next episode. This works for Seesaw Parade. It's like, you know what? <laughs> Doctor Who has inspired me to be a time-traveling Time Lord with three hearts who saves Dude, the world right. from Silurians. Silurians. I don't care. Saves the world from potassiums. <laughs> from bananas. Yeah, from bananas. Okay, right. Anyway, let's move on. Game of Thrones season seven. Has already started. Has already started. Yeah, episode two was on Monday. Yep. Uh, I would presume you've seen them. I have seen them. What have you thought of it so far? Uh, I like it so far. And, and that's big because this is my least favorite Game of Thrones director. And we are done with his episodes for this season. Really? Yep. Oh, it's the guy know. that did the Aria season, the Aria episode with the big, really weird chase scene in it last time. Oh, I just dislike the guy. I can't remember his name because I dislike him so much. I didn't enjoy episode one, but I did appreciate it's because they were trying to reinsert the viewer back into all the storylines. Yeah. So everything was very exposition so, heavy. Here's a character. Here's where they are. Here's a character. Here's where they are. Yeah. Here's one. Here's where they are. Here's, here's where they are. Yeah. So, besides that, I thought episode two was much better, mm-hmm. and um, we're really getting into it. However, it's very apparent that it's coming to an end. Like, this is it. This I'm is okay it. with it. Um, and, like, without spoiling things, I like that characters are coming together mm-hmm. in new ways. I like the new the dynamics. I, I also like the fact that because they know what they're doing, and they're trying to cut back on random things, and they've got longer episodes and stuff like that, there is slower dialogue. The dialogue isn't all just... 
oh, here's the thing that we wanted to say. We're done. It kind of builds to the thing that he wanted to say, right. which I like. I like the longer scenes with better dialogue. And this is with a bad director who maybe isn't so bad now that I've seen two decent episodes of TV with him. Fair enough. Um, I was going to ask about Grey Worm and his... Uh... Yeah, completely should not have had such a long scene. It was very, They very should have long. cut that at the drop of the pants. They should have done. I mean, it, it, I mean, it's just, it has as much of an effect on the audience seeing that as it, it does carrying on for an extra 30 seconds. It got it's, to... A... I, like, I like naked people as much as the next person. <laughs> It got to an uncomfortable stage. It is. When you were like, okay, this is just entirely too much. They're doing this just because it's I mean, Game of Thrones and people expect it. I mean, it's not bad as stars, but it's, it's HBO. He does not even have an appendage, so there's nothing even to see. Well, yeah, but he's, he's clearly in it for her. Yeah, but he doesn't... Have, what's he meant to use? Like, no. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't. <laughs> I was going to suggest something, but no, I will not. Um... A big shall sausage, we, like an shall actual sausage. Shall we not speculate as to what Grey Worm could use to pleasure a woman could he since like he's a eunuch? I think it has been confirmed now that he isn't like he's the eunuch that is just both off. Everything's gone rather than just like he's lost one. He's Can lost a dangle or the... The pillars and stones. Pillars and stones entirely removed. All gone. That is that is maybe the highlight of the season so far is that revelation. That is the most interesting plot point in Game of Thrones. The new season is that Grey Worm is pillars and stones gone. No. Yeah. And also the fact that Missandei, or her name uh, was, is um, at one point in the, the short pan to the her like kind of bending down. So right. she, it was very much, it would have been in her eye line. I thought you were going to get the reverse shot. I thought Game of Thrones were going to show us. like Oh, look, what she's seeing. Yeah, she like, we're going to go for the first POV shot in Game of Thrones. Like, look at it. <laughs> But uh, they didn't. They didn't I mean, do that. like HBO don't hold back. They haven't hold. They don't hold back on like showing, doing weird things, showing us weird things. They had that whole scene of Sam cleaning up people. I and would, the food, the food, and the and 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 the the, the slot buckets and the oh. oh, and then this one with with the with the surge. Oh. Well, see, this is the thing I was going to say just before they've we move used on. food well in the in these two episodes. That scene, yes. with Sam cutting off bits right. of flesh, yeah. From Jorah was one of I mean, the most disgusting. I thought things. you did a good job of like making it slightly spoiler-free there, but now you've just said both characters' oh, names, oh, so I now have. I hate you as a person. No, but like nothing. Surely nothing no happened. one's listening at this point, though. No, exactly. And also, it's not really a spoiler to say he was cutting off bits of his infected skin. Like that's not. A no, it's okay. I'll forgive you in in time. But that was disgusting. Yes, horrible. Uh, I did. I did actually watch it. Sometimes I skip those things because they make me feel. Sick, but I, I watched it. I persevered, and okay. it was horrible. Uh, I know, but I, I have enjoyed the season so far. I, I I like the pace. It's like the pacing seems to be similar to season one, and there was quite a few callbacks to old seasons, which are really nice. It shows that the people that are involved still care about previous seasons. True. Okay, let's uh, very very quickly talk about what we've watched because time is really Quick. escaping us. You say the word quickly once more. <sighs> quickly. <laughs> Okay, uh, I'm going to start with the stuff I've watched that you haven't watched, then we'll discuss what we've both seen. Ah, okay. War for the Planet of the Apes, uh, which I've briefly talked about already, which I loved, I thought was excellent. If you've seen the first two films, this one's probably the best of the lot, uh, even though the first two are excellent. Mm -hmm. Andy Serkis really should be getting a Best Actor nomination from somebody. Because surely that, it's astonishing. I mean, again, I am saying surely, but I haven't seen it, but he should have probably got one already. It's astonishing what he's doing. It's absolutely brilliant. Yeah. And um, I mean, this this begs the question: Should there be a best mocap? Um, but the thing is, he's just acting. He is just acting. But like, if you're not gonna, if you're gonna keep on ignoring them, should you make a new category? 
put up potentially. But it's more justifiable than people that are asking if they should make like a best ethnic actor <laughs> category, which yeah. is just just based plain racism. Um, but no, I thought it was great. I thought it was the characters were good. I thought there was a a comic relief ape called Bad Ape who was brilliant. Was he was he pretty good? He was very funny. Okay. Um, which is weird for somebody who's pretending to be an ape. But then you had Woody Harrelson as the the villain who was excellent. The yeah, entire thing, are we allowed to like Woody Harrelson again? Yet? You are. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, from start to finish, I thought the film was was excellent. Really, really good. Anyway, Okja, who is not in War for the Planet. Okja, a big old pig. Yeah, uh, is on Netflix. But in terms of the acting, you've got Paul Dano, you've got Jake uh, Gyllenhaal, Gyllenhaal, you've got Tilda Swinton. Gyllenhaal. And uh, a bunch of other actors. I thought it was fantastic. really enjoyed it. And it goes from kind of a comedy to a thriller to kind of a slightly weird horror film. Okay. The amount of genres it covers is this remarkable. Chain, chops and changes. Does it throw you off by Chop, doing so, or does it do it nicely? Because it chops absolutely. Yeah, um, <laughs> it does it. No, pork, it's it's pork, pork chops. It's done clear. masterfully, is what I'd say. And I would highly recommend if you've not seen Ocha to watch it. I and thought, it is on Netflix, and is. that is not just a picking your favorite. It's just only on Netflix. Yeah, it's it's literally only on Netflix. So I'm sorry, uh, the world. Go see it. Let's talk about the stuff that we've both seen. Yeah, okay. So the much mooted Spider Man. We're here. Yeah, Spider-Man, 15-year-old. I've been talking Scrabs, too- he, gets, he's, he gets changed way too many times from my liking in the right. film. Let's, yeah, one, let's talk about that. Tom Holland is a beautiful man. Tom Holland, and he's a man. as a real-life human being, absolutely super attractive. Like, I, th- I think he's he must be 20. 21, 21. 21. He is playing, the, so he's certainly the youngest Peter Parker they've had. But you're right, there was at least maybe three or four times in the film in which he was in a state of undress and some of which just awkwardly pan for way too long oh, it's yeah. like it's, it is the gratuitous shot but the first one the first time he did it like there was very much a sharp intake of breath not just like not just <laughs> no, that me. was just just Colin no 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 just it, was, Colin. it was in the cinema and Colin somebody, and the creepy old man beside him somebody in the back went <laughs> like because <laughs> what Tommy my goodness like he's so ripped I mean every single Marvel and this is technically a Marvel film has had that the main character is getting changed. Here's them taking off their shirt or putting on their shirt shot. But that is just the rule, apparently, because the actors do work hard to get ripped, and then they do that special. They get they get pumped in that one day. Yep. They've been not eating for a whole day, so they're super ripped that one day. Yeah. They take the shot. They've earned it. I think if when you're pretending to be a 15-year-old child, it gets a bit more weird. Well, well, see, this is the thing. He was meant to be playing a 15-year-old, so it did feel a bit weird that yeah. you're like, oh, nice. But personally, I didn't go nice. I went, hmm, that's a bit weird. <laughs> okay, well, he's. I know. I know. I know Tom. Me and Tom go way back. <laughs> you and Tom are old buddies. Yeah, and uh, no, no, no. I, I, in terms of the film, let's not talk about Tom's. Um, okay, let's move move on from his uh, his bod. Yeah, his bod. In Tom terms bod. of the film itself, I really enjoyed. I thought it was fresh. I thought it was different from Marvel. It wasn't just your usual. I think the final act got a bit too Marvely for my liking. It had the CGI really, really hard to follow. Yes. Fight fest. That's the one thing I would say. The final act, the final boss fight was very hard to follow. Yeah. I would say Michael Keaton was very good. I really Keaton enjoyed it. Keaton was great. Side characters were all great. Ned. Everyone was great. Ned, great. MJ, played by Zendaya. Zendaya? Zendaya. 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 Who turns out is a, like a Disney actress. Yeah, no, she's from Mill Disney. She was awesome. She was wonderful. Loved her. And I liked the slow, oh, I'm MJ. Like, oh, like we didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I, I liked it. I like what they did. They telegraphed a few plot points before it happens, but that's what you've got to do to make people that are just in the film to chill about, watch the film. And the one point I'd say about that, Donald Glover plays... Donald Glover, everyone's second favorite human being. 
Yeah, Don Glover has a very high profile role in the new Han Solo film, which is beset by problems, by the way. Yeah, no, Han Solo film is going to be worse than we even expected. They brought in an acting coach for for the main character, for Alden Ehrenreich. They yep. brought in an acting coach. Yep, because he's bad. The directors were fired, and yeah, the- I mean, because that's all like the directing bad, but the casting is is on casting, right? They've made a mistake if they're getting a guy that is getting told how to act for the reshoot. That's terrible. Yeah. So anyway, that's going to be a complete disaster. Anyway, we'll talk about that in the future. Anyway, Don Glover playing Boba Fett? In the Star Wars thing, In the Star Wars thing. Yeah, but also in Spider-Man he's playing... He's a minor character. Random gangster guy. Why is he doing that? I believe because he's going to be in the future films. You know how in the Marvel TV series they've got that random guy that's in every... The gang... I can't remember his name right now. (laughs) They've got him. That guy. That guy. He's in every single yeah. season doing some shenanigans. Sticks. He's chilling about. That's his name, Sticks. No, no, the, no, the, the gangster guy. The one oh, the he's black like, dude. He's, he's, in the, he's in the first episode of Daredevil Selling Some Guns. He's You're in the right. first, he's in yep. every single. Yep. All right, so maybe that's what they're doing with Donald. Maybe Donald's just that, but I think he's going to be a significant character in the future. Also, I'm sorry I referenced him as the black dude, but that's literally You the, did, and I gave you a look. That's literally the first thing. That's oh, like, the black guy! I can't remember his name. Because like, there wasn't more than one. <laughs> but you knew... But oh, you, the black guy! You knew who I meant. No, because I was talking about him. I knew who he was because he's the gangster guy that does the gun trading and he sells guns all the time. He's always selling guns. Lastly, last in the film list. I'm sorry, if anybody's still, still with us, well done. <laughs> The last film to talk about that we've both seen, <laughs> Baby Driver. James, go. Uh, Baby Driver was the best film. Oh, it's so good. Just genuinely. Like, the music was flawless. There's Their design, or, or their design, or it would, I'm going to say design. Their design choices that they made with the soundtrack are fantastic. The way mm-hmm. they tie it into the action pieces are fantastic. There was this wonderful, like, not opening shot, but the opening long shot. The coffee thing. The coffee thing. Loved every second of it. Beautiful. Uh, the action is so well designed. The characters, well designed, memorable. Uh, everyone is stunning in it. I just, I cannot think of a flaw. I mean, I will eventually think of a flaw once I take off my little rose tinted glasses. I don't want to think of a flaw quite yet. I've loved it since I heard about it. I thought it was genuinely wonderful. If there was a film that could have not lived up to expectations, it was this, because expectations were. At so perfect high. levels they were so high and it has lived up to them it was such a pleasure to watch out of all the films and all the things we've talked about baby driver go see it definitely if you haven't managed to watch it go see it i i know it actually didn't get watched by so many people but more than more than expected mm-hmm. right that's it for film and tv let's just wrap up the uh, season finale season the, the final the epic topic the wonderful topic the thing that we bring to you to close off season zero and also to, to close off the end of an era the end of the first era microsoft per- paint microsoft paint is on the way out it's dying it's being killed so initially the news was that Microsoft was killing it off and that it was no longer going to be on any of its new systems. However, they've now confirmed it will continue to offer it as a download. All oh, right, so it's just they're going to make it. They're just not going to pre-install it. Basically, it's it's being removed, it's being no longer developed and uh, it's been I mean Paint has been part of the Windows program since 1985. Well, Paint has allowed every single one of us to try and be an artist at least once. It was the Sometimes first time it's let us crop a picture nicely, stuff like that. It's I use so Paint useful. all the time. Yeah. And it's just so fast and convenient. And it's the first thing I ever did on a computer was try and draw a picture on Paint. And because yeah. our printer only had the color blue all right, yeah. Everything came out blue. Yeah. But it's fine. 
I had it's a great fine. time. It was a lovely wee picture. What was the picture of, Colin? Uh, I was. I, I seem to remember it was like somebody maybe kicking a football. Oh, okay, that's cool. But that's it was really just nice. obviously it was just like a two D man with stick arms. So this and stick is legs. like so three years ago. And a squ- <laughs> yeah, last year actually. Oh wow. Um, and on to- on top of the paint, which is actually not dying, but it's kind of dying. The paint. So are they no longer developing? It is what you're saying. No more developers. So but you, you can still develop. The way that paint is. It will be now forever. Yes. It's going to have no added features. Nope. But you will still be able to use it, which is okay. And we last, will be able to survive. Last but not least. We will do our cheap photoshops, <laughs> our free photoshops for all time. Yes. Okay. And last We're but We're not going to die. Shut up, James. <laughs> you've, uh, you've, you've reminded me right in this moment. Why we do this epi- these episodes in different parts of the city. It's so hard to interrupt you deliberately when you're not in the room <laughs> and when you can see me gesturing like i'm about to talk <laughs> fool right lastly adobe has said it's to phase out its flash player by the end of 2020 james just for people who don't really perhaps know instantly what that is what is it well so if you've ever played a really really janky game on a browser janky janky not very good kind of oddly put together fun to play but really weird uh, if a game that you're playing feels funny, it's on the internet. And if it's loaded and it says, please, please enable a Flash player, you've been using Flash. <laughs> right. It's on the way out. But it was. Yeah. It People was... have used it to do cheap animations and cheap games forever. Yeah. It's everywhere on the internet. Even some streaming is still done in Flash. It's just really bad. Is it a sad moment for it to be going? It's not sad because it is, again, really bad. It is the buggiest and most difficult to use thing out there. But people that have learned it, maybe they're going to be sad because they spent five years of their lives trying to get half decent at Flash, and now it's not going to be supported anymore. Well, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's it's the end of an era. But this has been Telegraph because Google came out to say they're not going to be supporting Flash anymore. Apple haven't supported Flash and Safari for a very long time. Yeah, a very, very long time. A very long time. So this has been Telegraph, but just not by Adobe. They didn't choose this fate. All the big companies that that make the web browsers chose it for them. The Flash fate chose them. The Flash and is dead, and that is not a DC spoiler. <laughs> well, not yet, anyway. Not yet, maybe. If you're listening to this in five years when they've killed off the Flash because his contract ran out, I'm sorry for spoiling the film for you. And that, ladies and gentlemen, brings us to the end of episode <laughs> wow. 99. The end of like the worst edit in Colin's, in Colin's life. This will be fine because we're in the same room. There's no delay. It's nice and straightforward. <laughs> okay. I th- a few points I want to take forward for the start of season one. It's proper season. We're going to take this into the real season. And her guy, if people want to give us feedback, I completely agree. I feedback want to suggest, and suggestions, even criticism. I would like to say. suggest for season one, we start using sound clips. We start using stuff from trailers, from interviews. Yep. We did I, that a couple of times. We just cut, we forgot to listen to it ourselves to remind Strange. us what we're listening to. And yep. then we went, oh, wait, I listened to that half an hour ago. I don't remember anymore. Let's <laughs> let's start doing that. Cool. I say we start trying to get some people to actually talk to, whether that be another a third person. Well, you've promised this. No, no, no. But like, this is the end of, this is the season finale. Okay. This is the dramatic conclusion. Dramatic conclusion. We're actually going to start doing things, everyone. James, if you don't do this, I'm leaving. <gasps> That's it. That's the cut. That's the end of the episode right there. <laughs> uh, I don't really know what to end. Is that it? Is that the end? I don't know. Is there anything else? You want to start That's actually... It. You want to put other media in. Other media, that, yeah. Not music, though, because we've given up on that. Because, not music, nope. Because who cares? Get actual people. Yep. Guest Maybe in- Colin. Guest interviews. We do other things. Like what? Maybe Colin, we need to write some things. Maybe Colin, we need to make things. Like I don't what? Know. Maybe we just need to try harder in general. <laughs> 
It's been. It's we been need a, to make an empire, Colin. It's been two and a half years. It has been. It's I've, been. It's been good. I feel like I've grown up. I feel like I'm very embarrassed about who I was two and a half years ago, and that's always a good sign. If you listen to our early episodes, they're not very good. Well, uh, these ones aren't very good. Shut up. Uh, unless, unless you're Oliver. Oliver. These are great. Oliver thinks they're great. Oliver, you know, Oliver does think. That's Oliver, look, I remembered your name for a whole hour. That's, right? that's, that's how Oliver, much it meant to me. Oliver is a great man. Right, James, <laughs> time to say goodbye. I'm not even going to get you to time list contact details. To... Actually, no, we should. We should say, just, but just the email. Seesawpray at gmail.com. If you want to tell us anything. Feedback. I mean, like, maybe you won't. Maybe no one will, and we'll just do what we want. Because that's what we do anyway. But if you want to tell us a thing to suggest for when we are not a pilot season anymore, please do. Which will probably be next week, by the way. Yeah, next week. You've got literally like six days. Five days. You've got five days. Season premiere. Are we going to make a trailer? (laughs) Seesaw Parade returns. Right, one final promise that we're not going to keep. We're going to make a trailer for season one. Okay, we're going to do it. But we're not really, because that's what we do. We break break promises. I'll I'll do it. We will both make one. We'll have competing competing trailers mine is going to be purely audio form i'm going to release it on the radio okay right that's enough time to end goodbye james i'll see you next week uh goodbye colin uh i'll hear you next week indeed you will there's a there's a difference now should we should we do live episodes more maybe that's the feedback we need feedback on whether or not you thought this was any different or and any on, better and or on worse. that note let's end yeah bye goodbye colin you're meant to say it at the same time oh three two one Bye. Bye, Colin. (laughs)